it's time to go behind the curtain of the director role and have honest discussions with leaders in the campus recreation industry. In this episode, host Grady Sheffield, the director of campus recreation at Towson University and the senior advisor to the Campus Rec Mastermind Groups, gives you, the listener, real and authentic conversation between himself and special guest, Kirsten Schumacher, the director of university recreation at Seattle University. During the conversation that follows, Schumacher tells how she got involved in campus recreation and the path that took her to Seattle University, where she is today. She shares about a few big leadership changes that happened right before and during the COVID-19 pandemic. Plus, she dives into the effects the pandemic had on UREC, as well as the celebration that took place in their reopening. Schumacher also reveals some unusual programming that's a part of UREC, including intramural baking and movement for healing. Finally, Sheffield asks the question, what brings you joy as a director? Listen to their conversation for her answer. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Grady Sheffield again from Towson University. Welcome back to the Director Download. Today, I'm joined by Kirsten Schumacher, but we're going to call her Shu for the rest of the time being. Welcome, Shu, to the Director Download. Thanks, Grady. Happy to be here. Totally, totally happy to have you here. So I want to get right into it because I think there's some good stuff that we're going to have to talk about today. Let's get into your background. You did your undergrad at Western Washington State University, correct? Western Washington University. And then I did my master's at Washington State. Stay in Washington the State. All around the state of Washington. Yeah. So where exactly is Western Washington? Western Washington is up north in Bellingham. It's the largest town before you cross into the Canadian border on our side over here. So literally the northwest corner of the United States. Yes. That's that's kind of cool. I've never met anybody from literally the northwest corner of the United States. Yeah, we, we get as much. Yeah, it's all the PNW. And like that is the thing about going to Western. You're going to school in the trees. You are surrounded by Mount Baker. It is all of our stereotypes that you want to bottle up about being in the northwest. They are alive and well at Western Washington. So I'm sure it's beautiful up there. It is. It's one of the reasons why I stayed. Uh, I mean, I studied recreation up there, like and it calls you to it, you know? Yeah. So. How did you get involved with, you studied recreation, but I'm assuming you worked in the rec center there. So how did you get involved? I did, yeah. Um, I actually didn't start working in the rec center until later in my college career. I think it was my junior year, uh, maybe, yeah, we'll say that. But um, I got my start in campus rec through sport clubs. Um, I had played sports my entire life and when I went to college I picked up a brand new sport with lacrosse and with rugby and it was new it was great it was a different experience and that was that so I was a sport club officer and then that actually turned into a job um in the rec center working with all the other sport club officers so during your undergrad you went east for a little bit right I did. I leave the state of Washington once. You're right. Um, I went into an internship at Cornell University. I worked with Jen Gudas, um, doing a small amount of facilities work and doing some stuff with intramurals over there, too. So what was that experience like? Incredible. That was um, that was the first taste of what it was like of, you know, we all talk about you can do this as a job. Uh, like you're like for real. You talk to your first campus rec professional and you realize that this is actually their life. Um, it was also really empowerful to have 
a woman leader. Um, you know, Jen is a, I don't know, I've, plenty of folks know Jen Gouda is out there. In the I industry. know Jen very well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so to have, to call her my mentor at such a young age felt like a really empowerful, empowering thing. And um, for her to give me the ability to make decisions, to plan events and to, to do something on my own and to be like, Jen's from the, from the state of Washington also. So it was something right. comfortable too out in the East coast. Um, I don't know. I, I felt like that was, I had always someone in my corner who could fight for me and who was always ready to push me too, like in that experience in the internship and to this day. So is it fair to say that's when you got bought into the whole rec experience and wanting to move forward in terms of career and profession? Yeah. I mean, I think I was pretty well bought in, like, but I, it was definitely that that was my like hook, line and sinker. I can recall Jen saying to me, I can't pay you well. I, you've, I've never <laughs> had an internship out here before. Like you're our first intern. So we're not sure what it's going to be. Like, are you sure you want to come? And I was like, yes, I would like to do this job with you. It sounds incredible. Let's do it. And then to walk away from that and be like, it's more than just sport clubs. It is. And like working with the students and seeing the change, especially like being with an Ivy League school, that's a different vibe, you know? And so mm -hmm. to have got that experience under my belt of like, this matters no matter where you are. And it matters continuously to all students. So for sure, that was the like, you're done, you're doing this. That's awesome. So a year later, you graduate and you head to Washington State to be a graduate assistant, correct? I sure did. What'd you do exactly? Competitive sports? Yeah, I was the GA for competitive sports and special events. Um, you know, we all run our run all of the outdoor facilities. So they say you do the fun special events too. Um, yeah, I that was my first time really programming intramurals, but I got to hang out with sport clubs as much as I always did. And Big, big intramural programs. I mean, that was the biggest school I've worked at. We've got hundreds of flag football teams. I'm working with uh, fraternities and sororities in Greek life for my first time. Um, yeah. Um, the full exposure. Full full exposure. But um, I think I took the special events thing to heart. That was uh, me and my fellow um, female identifying GAs started a Women in Recreation Month for the first time over there. And so trying to get more folks, you know, in that strength floor on court one of the basketball courts making it so that, you know, we we'd still the things that we battle today in our facilities of making that feel like it's a safe space for everyone who wants to enter it. So it was more than just competitive sports, but it was certainly so, so many competitive sports. That's awesome. So then when you graduated, quick stint back to Western Washington, yeah. where I believe you worked in intramurals and did youth sport camps. Sure did. Yep. Yeah, it was a quick return to the alma mater, the beauty, um, some personal life choices. My partner was still back there. Um, I mean, I, there's no complaints about returning to Western Washington. You'll um, you'll see the staff there like they have been hanging out there for a long time. Everybody loves living in Bellingham. It's a great place to work. Um, so, yeah, did some more intramural sports, um, ran the first rugby like sport club camp out there. So it was fun to start something new. And then I had to take off for some of my own personal things. I you know, went straight from undergrad to grad school into my professional job, and I wanted to go live my life a little bit. So I, I did that, gave myself that chance. Yeah, everybody needs to do that. Good for you. So that led you to head to Seattle. Yeah. Where you took a job as an assistant director. I did. In, in what? Competitive sports? You heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. When, what, so when was this? What time frame was this? 
2017, I become the assistant director of competitive sports at Seattle University. Okay. And how long yeah. did that last? Oh, well, I mean, I'm not doing it anymore, but I'm still at Seattle University. Um, so 2017 through the pandemic. So through 2021, I was the assistant director of competitive sports here. Um, yeah, from taking over a team uh, and like building that program into something that I wanted it to be. And the students and I got to do that together and put a lot of care into that community to seeing them through the pandemic. Um, and then I... The pandemic did a lot of things to all of us, right? Uh, I think every single one of our departments saw turnover and change and mass, mass exodus from higher ed. That makes a lot of sense. And we had that here. Uh, we went through two directors in the time of the pandemic. Um, and at that point in time, I was I was done watching that happen. Um, I was either going to lead this team or I was going to say, I love you, Seattle U, but I think I have to go be somewhere else. Um, and so I had so hang on. time out, time out. Yeah. Yeah. When you say two directors from the start of the pandemic until 20, July 21. So there were we two had, directors. We had an interim director who then while she was interim. So, okay. Our director, he left fall of 19. Okay. And then we had an interim director interim until um go ahead and say it. 21, July no, 21. Mar no. March of 20. Um, and then we had a director March of 2020 through July of 21 when I took it. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so let everybody let's get wrap our heads around this. All right. So you're there as an assistant director. COVID comes, hits, everything shuts down. Yeah. You lose your director. Or you lose your director in the fall of 19, you said. Yes. Then COVID hits in March 20. Yes. Interim director. We then, then get a new director. A new director in March the following year, so 21. No. March of 20. March of 20, new director. They stay for about a year. And then you're at a crossroads where you're figuring out what you're going to do. Are you going to stay or are you going to go? Yeah. And you step up to the plate and get promoted to director and you start July 21. Yes. I technically had to get promoted to associate director to then hold the interim title of director, but I kind of just skipped that in my resume. Um, I never held the job of associate director. I always held the job of interim director. Um, because you weren't open, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We up in the Pacific Northwest, we were closed down for a lot longer than I think the rest of the country in different ways. And um, we didn't reopen until the fall of 2021. Um, so. So what's going through your mind as this is happening, as it's playing out the way it is? Yeah. Um, it's a funny thing to put myself back into. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, it's, it's, I am watching. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those things of like, I know I can do this. I care so much about this place and these students. Um, I'm empowered enough and I feel like I am the right person for this role. Um, I mean, I, I said that to my, uh, AVP at the time too. So like, I wholeheartedly believed it. And I was watching folks who like had been here for five years when I joined and like, were certainly my like 
my mentors in this place, my people who I turned to and they were leaving. And I was like, you could, you, you're a great fit for this role. And they're like, no, that's your job. That is, we all know that you're going to do this. And like, if you don't, then you got to leave because there's no way that someone else is going to come in and you're going to be able to be like, no, yeah, I'll do it the way you want to do it. Like take this ship, this opportunity that you have of, it's going to be fresh. We've been closed for two years. Everything about what's about to happen is going to be brand new. You get to have that. And so I think that that was like that moment of like watching all the turnover happen was like, I have an opportunity. I don't know. It's how do I make sure that we continue the UREC fam the way it is and give us the life in which we have kind of pumped into it during the pandemic? Because we still had our students. We still were close to them, right? All right. So July 21. Yeah. You guys are going to, the school is going to reopen in August or September, whenever. Yeah. Yep. You're prepping for that. Sure. What's going through your head? Well, I have one full-time professional staff member on my team. Um, <laughs> it's and... not funny. I'm sorry. It's not funny. <laughs> um, I usually don't. I usually have eight full-time professional staff members on my team. Well, seven with some GAs. Um, and so what's going through my head is I think a little bit of the... Um, you, you followed my career path. I have done competitive sports. I have done competitive sports very well. I am a programmer. I am really good at that. Um, I have never run this building. I think that's the biggest thing. My, my one professional staff that um, is with me is my assistant director of fitness. Um, once again, she's never run this building. Uh, and so I think it's a lot of yes, getting to harness and like believe in the things that I felt when I took this job of you can create this community. You know what you are doing to live these values. And uh oh, let's read some uh, some manuals. Let's get to know these things. Um, we'll we'll be able to fall back on everything we know, and trust our students and open it. But it is definitely a little bit of what'd you do? You decided to take this one on. You gotta like you gotta walk the walk now. Um, mm -hmm. I'm also still interim, right? And so I am. Rebuilding my team, hiring a team that I'm not sure if I'm actually going to be the leader of. I th I think I'm going to. I'm going to. That is just something. Oh, wait. Up. So you're not even, you haven't even been given the official title yet. Correct. Yes. Um, wow. I don't get the official title until December. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I rehired my entire staff minus one position and reopened the fitness center for the first time since March of 2020, uncertain of if I will get it's to make driving the ship. Yeah. As an interim, with the experience of being an assistant director, primarily for competitive sports, right? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. How many how many conversations did you have with yourself? Drive well. You were back, right? So you were driving home every day, or you guys, you weren't virtual. You were back. We were virtual up until August, so it <laughs> was a lot of sitting at home and seeing what's up, and then coming into the empty, empty space and just being like, you know, one of the here we are. Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is a <laughs> hell of a story, <laughs> and we're not even through it yet. <laughs> yeah. It's one so of what happened? Go ahead. What what happened then? You had two staff members. You're getting ready to open. Did you have student staff? Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. With Were you like hesitating. Masters. 
yeah um we had some financial things happen um the the way in which our budgets were allocated were pretty solidly allocated towards work study students and that is not a way in which our buddy budget had been followed in the past predecessors work not a place for me to speak to right now um i inherited a moment of you need to write this budget and you cannot hire any students nor employ any students who are not work study i would say 75 plus percent of our staff were non-work study students so i had to my like first act as like acting director um was to inform a number of our student employees that they no longer were a part of the urec fam and wouldn't be coming back um so that was a tough that was a especially as someone who was taking over this saying i know how to drive this community i'm here to advocate for the students um so we had some we had some returning student staff but how many um like less than 20 20? yeah less than 20 yeah less than 20 that had any context about I would what say even like context because like because they weren't there the year before right yeah, we've got like maybe six or so that are here pre-virtual pre only operations. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Holy moly. I cannot, like, I can't fathom that. That is. Yeah. We started fresh. Crazy. We started fresh. Um, and that's something that we are still feeling today. I'll be honest. Like, um, you can see some things in the way in which like our staff are kind of like, it's not institutional knowledge of how does everyone know how to sell memberships or like show up in the way that like with our values all the time. Right. Because you were training on everything you were teaching mm -hmm. literally every bit of the, it's like starting from zero. All right. With, I want to take another time out. Yeah. We're kind of all over the place on this and it's my fault because I'm just, I'm just amazed by everything that's happening to you in that short period of time. How many students are at Seattle University? Um, the institution as a whole? Yeah. A little over 7,000. Okay, so not, not a large school, fairly small in that sense. I'm just, I'm painting the picture for all of our listeners. I, I haven't done a very good job of that right now, but okay, so 7,000 students. Mm -hmm. You've got 20 returning student employees. You've got one professional staff working with you fitness yeah. director any no GAs we have a returning uh GA of fitness who has never worked in person she has her first year COVID <laughs> so literally everything is brand new minus some context that you have and your assistant director have of what to do okay so you get through it right yeah. you get through it and then you open the building, campus opens. What's the reaction? I mean, it's incredible. It's a celebration. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're back, you know? Um, and that's, I think you can amp yourself up for that when you're doing it, when like you're preparing, but that anxiety, like it's going to eat at you of like what's going to happen. What's wonderful about our facilities is they can operate you know we can open those doors or folks are going to come work out people know how to functionally use our space um and i think that's the people were welcomed back people had not right. been here forever um so that was great um and we figured it out on the fly like i am at the front desk you know i am 
I've boots on the ground. Yeah, we've trained our staff and let me show you how to do it with you. Let me just problem solve alongside you. Like we are, we are doing it. We are boots on the ground. Yeah. At this point in time, we have had one more assistant director join our team, our AD of marketing. And she is wonderful. Like she is campus rec story through and through, you know, undergrad into a grad GA ship. She is here and she gets it. And so. um, How'd you get her to come? (laughs) Yeah. Um. The Pacific Northwest is a pretty cool place to live. Um, and listen, I'm a young, excited, passionate director. Um, yeah, I see that. Like, come join my team. Uh, you get to rebuild something with us. Um, you get to be the voice of something that we are rebuilding. So I think that that mm-hmm. was a pretty solid, like, yeah, it's going to be worth it as a nice place to start your career. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we are boots on the ground, a team, the three of us, plus our students, um, plus our GA and like, yeah, we're working those shifts. We're closing, we're opening. We are, we are all eyes making sure that like whatever problems coming up, we're there. So we get towards December and they finally decide to make you acting director. Oh, I interview for it. Oh, you interview for it. Yeah. Okay. So when they finally offer it to you, yeah, was there any hesitation? No, 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 hundred percent bought in, ready to go. Yeah, you were yeah. already bought in and ready to go. Yeah, it's yours. It, it was different than I ever expected it to be, um, and I think that that it's been like that for you know years since, and we're finally getting to a place where I was like, oh, this feels like what I thought. Uh, but yeah, no, it was mine, and like by the time I interviewed. Yeah, I'd, I'd hired more of the staff and we were creating what we were, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, How many staff do you have now? Full-time professional. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven. Seven. GAs back to, or at least GAs where you want to, it. Yeah, we've got two GAs hanging out. We've we've lost a position due to layoffs. So that's where we are fully staffed right now. Yeah. For, I can I haven't said fully staffed. Uh, we were fully staffed, I think, for two months before this. So that's a really, it's a nice feeling. So like January 2020. <laughs> the last time we were fully staffed? Yeah. 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 Wow. How many student staff? We haven't On quite average. hit four before. Um, we've hit right around 100. Yeah. That that is amazing. You, I'm sure there are other stories like yours, but to hear yeah. it the way that you presented it, um, that's awesome. And I think that your competitive background, I'm sure competition is a strength of yours, helped drive you. And saying that you wanted it before, and you were taking it on, and you did it. You you killed it. You killed it. <laughs> Thank that's you. Awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. So what's it like now? What's the what's what's it like for you now as a director? Yeah. Um you know, I like I was saying, I think that this this going into this academic year um is the time I feel like I I get it. This is what I thought this job would be. Um the actually the coaching staff and the letting them run in their program areas and feel very confident that they they've got it. Like the 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 scaffolding has been set. We all built it together. It did take a while. Um, you know, yeah, like 
in our time, we've lost people, we've had to go through layoffs. And I think that right now we feel calm. And I feel like when I took over the job, I was like, you know what I miss? I miss students. I miss the thing that I loved about this job, which was creating student, like community with students. Um, and I think that I was, I was hungry and kind of sad about that for the first year too, while I was building it of these, these are their wins with the students. Um, and I think it's that moment of I'm, I'm getting to the point of knowing and understanding what it looks like to coach folks into letting them have those wins with students. I don't know if that makes any sense to other people, but um, yeah. the distance, the distance is feeling better. Um, it's feeling more manageable. And how can I finally fight the fights that I knew were coming at the director level and advocate for the things I need to, to protect my staff and to make this building theirs. So what makes Seattle Rec stand out? Yeah, um, I think we do our best to be the recreation center for the city of Seattle. For a school that like, yeah, we have a D1 athletics department. Not a lot of people know that with how small and Jesuit we are. Um, you don't come here for sports usually, right? Um, and so we fit we fit the student body that we have. Um, of course, we are still a fitness center. We're offering all those competitive sports things, but we're trying to also like get you into the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Um, we, I will, I will brag about our different programs of intramural baking and, um, you know, going out and to, to do service learning for in, in the area, doing all of our things with our like edible, um, plants. You want me to pause? I hear you. I see you. I do. Uh, intramural baking. Yeah. Um, this is one I did start when I was an assistant director. So I will say that this is not since I've taken on the directorship, but uh, Trace, our AD of competitive sports, he he's all on board with these silly kind of things, too. Um, yeah. Competition is what you want competition to be. Tell me you don't like Chopped or, I don't know, Top Chef or something like that. Like, tell Master me that. Chef, that's, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's a competition. There's winners. There's losers. Um <laughs> And so, like, to me and, like, the way that we want to see recreation here, too, is, like, that full definition of recreation, like, giving you that space to, like, create what you want, to take a break from studies. Um, is that through baking? Is that through gardening? Is that through running? Is that through yoga? Um, here at, you know, CLU, is that through prayer? Um, all of that is recreation to us. And so I wanted to also make a competition because that's what I did. It's in my title. So yeah, we did, um, themed baskets and berries and baked goods and it was delicious. Um, we had a steamed, we actually like brought in judges from around, uh, Campus. Seattle, like actual bakers to, to judge the work. Oh, and... legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I will say. So, how, was, what, what did it look like? People brought in their they they cooked it at their wherever and yeah, brought it in. We did. Uh, we did two rounds. There was like a um, an e like a drop off round of like everyone entering. It was the first. The first round was bake something that's red fruit. Open baked has to be a baked good has to include red fruit. Um, and so we brought that, and they were delivered to the fitness center. We had a blind tasting based on um, the competitive sports staff and they had to rank it based on um you know appearance taste uh, adherence to the theme creativity um and then the top five from those went to our final round where it was 
oh, what three, I think it was like lemon, basil, and something else as like your mystery ingredients. And we brought those to our professional judges um, and did like a live tasting for them to give them their feedback and uh, like impressions. Um, I think it was the funniest receiving of a like champ shirt I've ever seen. I'm just like, <laughs> she was so just so, was... yeah, go ahead. No, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. But what was the participation like? Um, I think we had 25 or so folks drop off baked goods. So a real good participation for a like tournament for us at Intermurals. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, like awesome. we're a school that has, I think, you know, eight to 12 flag football teams. So if you're getting 25 people in a single tournament, it's pretty good for us. So you, you were speaking about the recreation and developing programs to recreate. What else have you guys done? Yeah, I think that that's some of the um, the, the words I was speaking about going out into our community. Um, we've got a lot of like edible food forests around Seattle. And so some of our outdoor trips are going to um, to actually do service work there. So um, whether that be to to do some planting, to do some weeding, to be gardening out there, I think that's a big like actually like creation there too. Um, Describe also- an edible food because um, a lot of people are hearing you say edibles and they're going to be thinking something else sure sure washington state after all right um, yeah um we've got a lot of part parts of our like city parks even on campus we have a number of them too but it's it's gardens it's fruit trees it's raised garden beds that people like the community take care of so um so much kale so so much kale <laughs> um but yeah it is it is vegetables and fruits that are grown in city parks that are free for you to come have awesome Awesome. yeah farm tours yeah um we do it with like you know pumpkin patches but we've done farm tours we've gone and um pet some llamas before you know we're getting you involved it's other things it's recreation farming is recreation animals is recreation right yeah i hear you tell me about movement for healing Sure. This is a partnership we do with our uh, wellness and health promotion office. Um, I mean, healing is its own broad word, right? Um, but we do it. It's it's really is just to recenter you and your body. Um, I mean, the body keeps the score, right? Um, but our, our bodies may not be the place that everyone necessarily feels feel safe, feel connected to, feel like that is a space that they have the autonomy in which they actually do over. And so um, it's stretching, it's yoga, it's mindfulness connected. Um, A.D. Mel, the one who's been through it with me with it all, has um, gotten all of her certificates in in mindfulness, in that care. And then we've connected with our, our uh, counselors and wellness around that, that healing bit. And what does that breathing look like? What is that trauma response? And how are we providing that space? Um, yeah, it's you know, it, it feel like if that feels like what we do for recreation, right? To make it for it to be that connection to your body, that connection to more than sweat, which sweat is such a huge part, but more than reps and weights. Is that what recreation at Seattle U means to you? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we are a Jesuit institution, after all, so we are here for your personalis. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mind, body, spirit for sure. And I think like when I first showed up here and like to see mind, body, spirit everywhere, like that is kind of how I've always entered recreation. Um, it is 
a bit for every part of your soul, for your body, for your brain. Um, and so for that to be the entire education ethos like that, that's what we do. It is for the whole you. Yeah. So do you feel like you figured it out as a director? God, no. <laughs> what are you missing? Um, I don't know if I'm missing it. I think that it's just, that. Um, yeah, yeah, I think. I think we 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 talked about the we we talked about the cyclical nature of our work and everything like that, but every academic year brings its own. I don't know, little little bits of treats, right? Its own its mm. own challenges, and I think that's where we all get to grow, right? We we expect, we never want our students to stop growing and just say they get it, right? And so that's what I hope for myself also. Like, how am I going to be better for them? I love the way you just said that. You, you finished it by saying challenges, but you identified as little bits of treats. Yeah. And ev everybody loves a treat. Everybody loves a treat. Yeah. No matter what. Challenge no matter what. Yeah. 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 You get to learn very, from it. That's awesome. So what's most important for you in terms of your success as a director? Wow. That's the great. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to give myself a second to think about that question. <laughs> Um, we had, we asked the tough questions on the diamond. Yeah, right. I can recall in my interview, um, I said like you can hire somebody else who may have already come into this job with a director title with the experience like that, or you can hire me who is committed to learning, who wants to grow in this role, who wants to continue to know that like we are an institution of higher education, not only for our students but for our staff. And I think the most like if I can remind myself that that's something I believe, that I'm here to grow, that it is not perfection, that the same grace I've always given to my students and to my team is something that I deserve and should continue to put forward as a value that I believe for myself is going to be the most important thing. So it's all in that that growth, the, the, the challenges, the streets, the what's, the what's next. Um, if we can return to our values, that's what's most important for me and my success. That's awesome. So I got one final question for you. Hit me. And I think you've, you've given the answer, but I want to, I kind of want to hear you say it. What brings you joy as a director? Oh, man. Um, so many things, but I think, I mean, the students obviously, but um, watching the students get it. And I think that's the like, whether it's the students getting it in the programs um, and saying like, I come back for this or I feel safe here or I found a community here. Um, but it's like, it's that student staff. It's that student staff buy-in. Um, my God, are we not all burnt out by the time graduation is here? But for the students to reflect on it being so much more than a job, so much more than a gym um, and to know that they get to carry what a community feels like. Um, and like what being cared for and advocated for feels like, like that, that's it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Shu, I got to tell you this, this has been great. It's been, uh, your story is, I, the, I don't know what word is coming to mind, but it is a beautiful story in terms yeah. of you getting to where you are and doing what you're doing. I think the students and the staff and everybody at Seattle university is lucky that you made the decision to go all in and i applaud you for that and i can't thank you enough for joining me today on the download i guarantee you there's listeners out there that hopefully get a little laugh out of what our conversation 
but I think there's also listeners or almost all the listeners are going to get some form, be impacted somehow, some way by what you had to say today. So I can't thank you enough. Hopefully you enjoyed it as well. Thanks, Grady. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. It's not something we always get to do is reflect on the story. So I appreciate this time. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's it for this edition of the Director Download. Um, thanks again to Shu for joining us. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you again next time on the Director Download. Download.